Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Adala Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook and Instagram or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's Evangelist Adalis. Welcome, mate. Hello. Lynn from the UK. That was the closest. I'm sorry. It's been a sensitive crowd out today, so I don't Marita from Little Bird or from Alaska. I was going to say Alaska. It's Alaska. It's not Alaska. Alaska. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say Alaska. I don't care. Guys, new Confident Book is out now. Make sure you get your copy on Amazon or go Describe right the to the, the, um, the com. So please. Uh, there it is right there. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, this is an absolutely phenomenal book. Um, depicted in a way that you're not used to for any child's, you know, kind of like concept books. Look at this. So, when was the last time you ever saw Daniel looking all fierce and, and all confident in the Lord? Never. You, you, know, you don't see that. Never. He was like, come at me, bro. Uh, get your copy. Let me just explain this. Amazon.com. Um, this book for everybody the mighty that's listening. Theory. By the way, welcome to the podcast. Um, this book has um, Daniel looking at some lions and lionesses. See in the back? You didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's true. Um, and so he's just looking at him with a great posture. He doesn't look frightened. He doesn't look scared. That looks like a he's calm just, guy. He's like, hey, what's up? Like, let's chat. You know, that kind of thing. Lots of confident, confidence exuding from my boy Daniel. So if you have yet to pick up your copy they are available on Amazon. So happy shopping, everybody. Yeah, look at that. Ooh, beautiful. Love it. So anyway, I am sipping today um, oh gosh. a Chick-fil-A iced coffee. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, and it is, it's a treat. Yeah. It's a sweet treat. And there's nothing wrong with that. Except maybe, maybe it's a little, like a, like a little. Little sweet. You want to try? No. No, I don't. Good. I go to coffee establishments for coffee. I go to chicken establishments for chicken. I go to shoe establishments for shoes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's just me. That's just good old little old me. So anyway, we're talking today about a critical spirit. Okay. Having a critical spirit. It's bad. It's a How bad it's thing. Really, to do. you know what? If you're in a place right now where um, you can't even receive what anybody is trying to say to you, speak into your life, I'm talking about church establishment, I'm talking about work, I'm talking about school. Um, If you feel that uh, you can't even, um, if you're at a place where you can't even, oh gosh, I just hit that mic. Um, If you're at a place where you can't even receive from the man or woman of God, I'm telling you right now, this could be the problem. This could be the problem. Because um, I can tell you right now, for a lot of Christians out there, and I can put myself in this situation, I know you can. 
definitely she can. But I know for myself personally, I can put myself in this in 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 these shoes at one point in my life where I was so critical about everything, really. About ministers, about people on TV, about everything, especially in the in the realm of the ministry, um, because I felt entitled to have that. It's like, no, I'm also in the ministry, so I can have a say, and I can be very critical about certain things because this is my field as well. And so there's almost like with with that spirit of of criticism comes this self righteous like attitude and um, pride, really, because you feel like no one else um, gets it or everybody else is doing it wrong and you're doing it right. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a mess. Romans two, one and three says, therefore you have no excuse. Oh man or woman, (laughs) every one of you who judges for in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself because you, the judge practice the very same things. We know that judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such things. Do you suppose, O man, you who judge those who practice such things and yet do them yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God? Come on now. Mags has her eyebrows a little higher than normal. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be very careful when you judge, when you pass judgment. That's what I'm talking about, is that critical spirit of always judging someone Based on what? Your pride. Preconceived notions, dogmas, um, uh, biases. It's all rooted in pride. But it is all rooted in pride. Because it's, it's basically you saying, I can be critical because I'm better than that. That's the I only mean, way you for you to be a critical. It, but no, that's exactly, that's what, exactly it what it is. That's exactly what it is. That's what it is. It's all just pride. Yep. And that's what, what ousted Satan... Wow. Like lightning, you went there. He said quick. he could do that, it better. He could do that went it better. From a to Z, but it ultimately it's the same thing. It's no, the same it thing. Is. No, it is. It one hundred percent is. It's because I I don't know what it is about the Christian realm. I think we could all maybe it's not just part of the Christian bubble. Um, I know it's not because everybody feels entitled to say something about somebody online. Yeah, like, everybody. Like whether it's it's in the world or or in the church, it's like everybody feels entitled to say something, to say, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't think this is right. How dare you post this about your daughter? That's not the way to do it. How dare you this? How dare you that? So everybody has that. They are keyboard warriors. They are. And then face to face, they're like, weird. It's super weird. This, it's this, it's kind of generation. It's just a very strange, different, different generation. than even when we were kids, we're yeah. not that old, Max. No, we're how, not. How quickly things have changed. No, it's true. Let me read you another. Um, Do you remember when you would you you when you would venture out to a restaurant, say, and you had a bad experience? Yeah, that was it. That was it. You That's where your bad experience, experience and ends. You never went back, and you just never go back. Maybe you try it again. Give it because you don't know. You don't several know. years. It was maybe just a bad day. 
But now, now you go on Yelp, you go on Facebook, you leave a review, and you make it I known. I was not greeted warmly. <laughs> the bathrooms were disgusting, and my appetizer was cold. Food was great. Will not come back again. Three stars. Seriously, though. No, that's what it is. And now I don't Stay! even I don't even venture out to a new restaurant unless they have four and a half star ratings on Yelp. No, that's I. Agree that's with that. super lame. <laughs> super lame. Like I won't. Don't even come at me, restaurant. If you're not gonna be four star. And, and I'm saying four and a half star with at least a hundred reviews. Yeah, no, it's got to have at least a hundred. This is the this is five the, star this with two is reviews is, is bogus. It's it's almost welcome. You being that critical is welcome. Oh, Oh, one hundred. So we just take that into it is facilitated. The establishment. Yes, yes. It's like you know what, Pastor Nathan, I give you two and a half stars today because I felt the conviction of the Lord and I didn't like that feeling. No, one hundred percent. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like mm. it's a day and age where it's definitely your opinion is is. Facilitated on every um, on every platform, and it's almost considered truth. Just an opinion is truth, because right. we've taken it to that place. No, one hundred percent. Where it's like forget facts, right? For just throw them out the window. How you feel, Buttercup, is what goes. Yeah, and so it's all about how you feel. It's that, and it started with that saying, "You do you," because mm-hmm. it's that. In other words. You disregard your responsibilities and uh, what's required of you and just indulge in your vices and your feelings and your sexual appetite. That's what that means. <laughs> you do you. And so we, we started doing that. You do me yeah, or you do you. So we walked away from our relationships, the marriage covenant, and we just went and did whatever we wanted to. Yeah. And I say we as vosotros, not me. And you go and do whatever you want to do because this is what it's infiltrated in every area. Mm-hmm. And let me remind you what the word of God says about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Matthew 7, 1 through 5 says, Judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce... You will be judged. So it's almost like however you want, however you see. And this is, I've, I've, I'm, I'm too old at this time. And I'm only 30 plus five and a few short days. <laughs> I'm 34 as of right now. And um, I've seen this proven that those people that are very critical in life, mm-hmm. um, they... They think that that's like a, a, an okay thing to exude, and then they find themselves very in a very lonely state because nobody wants to come close to somebody that that's that that is that critical, and then they get upset when things are reversed, and somebody shows them criticism. They can't even handle it. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, it it's actually biblical that says judge not that you may not be judged for with the judgment you pronounce on others that's exactly what's going to come on you so if you have a short fuse and you're immediately cutting off somebody because you don't like the way they look i don't think that that's the way mm-hmm. that you should carry yourself in church you know that was me yeah i'm like i don't like that he wears that it bothers me so i immediately cluck, shut my ears off that's pride just because they don't do it the same way you do doesn't mean that they're any less anointed. In fact, if they hold a higher platform, maybe you should listen 
I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I've, 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 I've come to understand over the years that as God opens doors for people of great influence, it's because they're doing something right. So maybe, maybe the package is not what you are, have signed up for, but let's see what it is that they're, they are. Give them a chance. Give them a chance. Don't be so critical as to how people do things in the church realm. Well, I don't really like how they approach the situation. I think that's wrong. I don't like that they call each other this or that, that they do, they, they say these things. And I, I think that's like over, it's, it's overzealous at too spiritual and it's not really practical for, for, for the, um, for the world. So it's just going to turn it. They do it too old school. That's one thing. They're, they're doing it too old school. It's too old school Pentecostal for me. They need to be more relevant. That's the, you're being critical. You know what? That, it's a lonely road because that's what ultimately, you know, when you have a critical spirit, you're basically, you are a magnet for people that are just like you oh, yeah. that are just, it, it's literally, it, it's just problem after problem. And you are, you thwart any kind of positive relationship when you're, you're, you have a critical spirit. And this doesn't, it has more to do that with, um, you know, just like general, like life stuff, because it doesn't just stop at, at, at church and pastors, no, no. even though I f- find it very interesting that people have like, they, they set the bar for pastors that they can't themselves even Isn't meet. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? It's like, well, I don't like the way, you know, he says that she's hot on the pulpit. You know, and he, he's gone through like three different marriages for infidelity. I'm just over that kind of stuff. <laughs> but my, Pacific. the reality is that, you know, we have tons of stories like that where people are, have been critical and have tried to like unleash on us or other ministers. And then shortly thereafter, something came out about them that like really exposed the reason why they were critical and to sure, begin with. It's sure. like they were always trying to hide something. Sure. But, you know, being critical, like even with friends, you know, like, well, this person's too bubbly. And then you wonder why you go into periods of like loneliness and, and, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, and depression even. It's like, because nobody in your mind will ever be good enough for you. And I feel bad for you, son. I feel bad for you, too. <laughs> and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that's in your brother's eye, but don't notice the big log that's stuck in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there's a log in your own eye, you hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye and then you'll see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eyes. Eye. I, I pluralized it for whatever reason. But um, uh, I, 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 this, this, we always talk about this. I think this is one of the, the things that everybody kind of grows up knowing. This like one Bible verse. Yeah. You know, especially for those that um, feel like they're being judged. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, so you see the speck. You're calling me out on my sin. But what about you? What are you hiding? So even with the scripture, we use it like to kind of pervert the way, what it really means. Right. And what it really means is it's talking about judging 
you judging self-evaluating self-evaluating for you not just bringing this and like condemning somebody else like the scriptures like right right because again because of pride right but it is because they know like okay um, i might not be perfect but neither are you there it is like that that's still like that self-righteousness that instead of getting better you just want to kind of like fight you want to bicker you want to um, comment negatively or whatever. It's so stupid. Yeah. Like, get over that. And, and, and I'm telling you this because you will, you, if, if you are one of these people that are constantly critical, you will find yourself, and it may take a few years, but you'll find yourself alone. 100%. People will not want to be around somebody that's constantly delving out unsolicited advice and criticism. Well, I don't, I don't like that he wears that hat. It's too, it looks silly. That's not for the platform. This and the other is not for that. Instead of looking at, at them in a positive light. You know, we could say that. I can say this because it's Joel Olstein. He's a, he's a, he's a, uh, he's a household name. Yes, he is. I don't know him personally. Nope. And I didn't really like him for a while. Do you want to know why, Max? Why? Ask me why I didn't like him. Why Joel didn't you like Joel Olstein? He smiled too much. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag real talk. Here's me. He has beautiful chompers. Bearing out my soul. How for did you hate his smile? Didn't like him. Didn't like him. I'm like, he's too happy and I don't like it. There's that hashtag real talk. Hashtag real talk. Over there. Because he has beautiful teeth, man. It bugged me. What I'm a like, nice Why is he guy. always smiling? Yeah. I feel like that is, is it's not only corny. Yep. Um, I feel like um, it's put on. Okay. So, okay. So that's why I was like, I don't like him. He's corny and he's put on. He's fake. Critical. Critical. Totally critical. So I was like, I don't even want to listen to him because I'm not even going to want to, like, I, it's not even going to minister to me. It's what he says, we're not in the same flow. I like somebody who's going to give me the, the, the fire gospel, Pentecost, speaking tongues and sweat and, you know. Yeah. See? See? And so uh, I, I shut that off. I was like, no, I'm not listening to Joel Osteen. That's, that's, for, that's for the new believer. Right. Then I got serious radio. And I'm like, you know, yo, what? don't sleep on, on him. Don't sleep on him. There's nothing on here on Sirius XM. I'll put it on the Joel Osteen network. Can I tell you that yeah. man has ministered to me time and time again. He is anointed. There he is. He there they is are appointed. I'm going to tell you what. I appreciate those whiteies, those white chompers. I appreciate that man of God. I appreciate his gift to the body of Christ. And I can tell you right now, that man has made more impact than all of us put together. No, you can't even replicate that because his is a little bit more relaxed. Yours is put on. Now I'm being critical about your dumb smile. His is real. Now I love him. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we boring you? Pastor Are we boring Joel Olsen? <laughs> Pastor? Is that you, Lord? Um... I love that man. No, I've I love him. Cried a plenty of times driving back. I love and him. He's so practical. His stories and his yes, he's like just just fen- like a phenomenal speaker. And then 
What really impacted me were the the testimonials. The, forget it. Like through like, dude, his, like how about his mom get, getting healed from cancer? Yes, yes. Ma'am. His whole story on how he became a minister after he believed. I mean, he Powerful. he basically. <laughs> we pulled up the very first sermon that he preached, and he really did tank it. Like yes. he wasn't kidding around when he was <laughs> like, "I tanked my first sermon." Yeah, and then all the way to like where he's at now. It's amazing. I mean, he had like truck drivers come in. Like he's like, "My name is like I don't even know Leroy." Yeah, and he's like, "I was." I was I was about to commit suicide, and I I turned on the radio, and Joel Osteen popped up, and and um, and he and he spoke right to me, and he said, "If you want to end your life, don't," or something like that. Yeah. So it was like one testimonial, powerful, powerful. Tell Testimon- me, let me ask you this: three ways to thwart a critical spirit. If you are listening and you're like, ah, this is me. Like, I feel like they are reading me like a book. Mm. What do I have to do to snap out of this critical spirit? Because a lot of people think that it's just kind of like, this is just me. I'm like real. Yeah. You're going to get 100% of me. I can't leave 50% of me out at the door. You need 100% well, of me. I, 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 I like real. Don't get me wrong. You don't have to be fake or phony. But, but they, they have about being exactly. critical. Correct. About, and, and, and let's look that word up, Mags. Look because it they, up. Feel, they feel like entitled to... Entitlement to a, you know, like we were saying, like an, an opinion. You're you're entitled to an opinion. I'll I'll I looked up pride, um, and it says an inordinate 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 English is hard. English is hard. Inordinate self-esteem, an unreasonable conceit of one's own superiority in talents, beauty, wealth, accomplishment, rank, or elevation in office, which manifests itself itself in lofty airs, distance, reserve, and often in contempt of others. Oh, yeah, that's, that's you can a, even add in there. One. That's the big you know, one. The critical spirit. Ultimately, you view yourself so lofty, maybe so beautiful, so, you know, high in rank, whatever the case, and it manifests in sel- itself in, in to this kind of like this critical spirit where you feel like, well, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a goddess. Hear me roar. Right. Like you are like entitled to that opinion. Yeah. Um, but it's not... See, because I'm uh, like, if if it, you're entitled to that opinion, sure. But uh, I think if, if you, um, it's just the attitude behind it. I think the number one thing that you have to do in order to not um, have a critical spirit is to kill the pride in your life. And that's really difficult if you don't even know it's there. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm saying this for you Bible students, y'all tread lightly, tread lightly. I heard it all. I'm a Bible school student now. You can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me to go and get a covering. I know. I, I spent my time in the word. Pride comes before scary. the fall. Scary. It's, it's, a scary, it's a scary day that we live in um, because so many people are so prideful and they don't even know it. No, it's true. So in, in that you got it. The and, only, and, I, I would say that the only way that you can kill pride is to become a servant. Yeah, humble is to yourself. serve. Humble yourself before the Lord. Do you before you ba- get an opinion on the media team? Go and serve. Figure out what 
it takes to be on the media team. And then you're going to find out you have no idea what you're talking about. And there's a certain grace that comes on you when you're like, man, I tried to do that and I was sweating and I was like so nervous and this, that. But everybody wants to formulate an opinion and and all that kind of thing. everybody will have something to say about how Jonathan does it. Yeah. And they don't do it themselves. It's it's so interesting. Jonathan has told somebody, um, well, you know, I don't like your approach with the Festival of Lives. It's like a switch bait or whatever it is. What is that thing called? You know, that... Like yeah, bait and switch, switch. Bait and switch. It's like you're you're saying, um, shut up. Uh, you're saying that you can get a free TV, but then you you preach the gospel of Jesus. Okay, if you don't like it, how are you reaching the lost? Cricket, cricket. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't reach yeah. the lost. So everybody's and and know, then his answer is, I like the way I, like I do things I do, better exactly. than the way, the way you, you don't, don't do, do things. things. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. It was a little late. But you know, like that that would be the 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 first thing is to serve. If you're really struggling with a with a um an issue of the, having a critical spirit is to really serve. And you're going to have you're going to find that you know, every single time that you complain about children's ministry. It's always filthy in here. My kid is always coming out of here with a snotty nose. You're going to think twice when you when you spend a couple of hours. When was the last time you cleaned that? Place. When was the last time you cleaned it? When was it? the last time you um you you purchased serve. bleach? Just serve. When was the last That's time it. you vacuumed the church? Serve. What's another element that they can that they can nip this thing in the bud if they have a critical spirit? Staying humble and staying teachable. Teachable. Because I think I feel like people begin to step in that realm of criticism the moment they think they've got it all figured out. Right. And and it's easy to do once you like if you really get you if know you feel like you've made it. You f- well you feel like I I've I've studied a lot and I'm like like for me it's like I I can I can tell you. You know, it's like even before the, the what happens to us in May, mm-hmm. where we lost our son. I could have said to you, "I like this is the way to get out of the slump. This is how you do it, right?" But then you go through it, and you're like, "Oh, that's kind of hard." Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, empathy, <laughs> yeah, empathy, empathy. yeah. So, you know, putting your yourself in somebody else's shoes, empathy, will cause you. To cut that out, yeah, because it's like okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna preach faith into you, but just so you know, where you're at really sucks. Yeah, I've I've had tons of people say that. Yeah, tons of people contact me that even in these months afterwards, they've lost a child, mm-hmm. they've had miscarried or whatever, and so I the first thing I say is I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I know this sucks. Mm-hmm. This whole thing sucks. Yeah, just so you know, been there, done that. And my heart goes out to you. Yeah. It's not like, well, don't dwell on the past. Don't yeah. do this and don't do... You know, that's good. We need to hear that every now and again. But I think that um, once, you, once you... If you don't empathize with people, put yourself in their shoes. Put yourself in... Like, like I wasn't putting myself in Joel Osteen's shoes. Right. Because all I saw was this, this guy's pearly white. Nice, and he's taken smile. over. Such but, a but what smile. I didn't put my... Uh, what, what I didn't see is... The hard work. I didn't see, um, you know, the 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 days he was behind camera. I didn't know about that. No, you didn't. I mean, th- this is something that God has prepared that man to do for decades now. So I, I didn't put myself in his shoes. So I'm, 
Yeah. I can say something. I'm, I feel like the, I have the right to say, and it's not. If you walk in empathy, if you put yourself in people's shoes and you say, you know what? If, if that was me, how would I respond? Right. And, and that's something that we've learned, me and Jonathan both, really. Yeah. You know, we see people that have been affected by like horrible parenting where yeah. there was neglect, where there was abuse. Yeah. And you think to yourself, if we didn't have our parents, do you think that we would be this way? Right. Like, probably not. I don't think that, you know, because some people right off the bat, right, like right from day one, they had all odds were against them. No, it's true. So it's like, if you don't put yourself in that scenario, then you can never, you know, empathize or truly feel for a person. Do you know what I mean? Sure. They'll just be critical about like, oh, he's a bum. Mm-hmm. He should get a job. He should do that. When in reality, it's like, do you know what he's been through? Yeah. Let's let's be a little less critical and a lot more loving, which is why I think that another element, which would, would, would be my third point, I mm-hmm. guess, uh, besides killing pride, uh, being By empathetic, serving, right? it, it's, it's loving and understanding the love of God for people, that yeah. he died for people in the state that they are in. Right. Like he didn't die for them to be perfect or like he didn't die and say like, you have to be perfect before coming to know me. Right. He said, I love you and I'll take you just as you are. So if God himself can look down at a person, a rapist, a murderer, an, an, an abuser, an alcoholic, an, a, somebody who's, who's addicted uh, uh, to pornography, whatever it is. And he can <coughs> say, I love you right now. Mm-hmm. I'll look past that. If you come to me, and ask for forgiveness. I'll forgive all of that. Hmm. And we, we look at ministers and like, I don't like the way he dresses. Yeah, it puts everything into perspective. It just lines everything up nice and neatly. No, totally. So <laughs> it was like, you know, for a time, it was like there was a pool of preachers that I would listen to like this big because I was like, mm. they fall in that line of what I think is right. And all of a sudden, it's grown. Mm-hmm. Because then I, then, I, then I think to myself, you know, and 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 this is this is this has not been me for like quite some time. So I'm not saying that this was yesterday, but it was recent. I'm not old. I haven't been at this for but you know 13 years. So um, it, it, even even with um, I forgot the the line that I was going through. Do you, um, even with the people that I would pre that would preach, and I didn't really care for because they didn't fit my agenda. Right. I realize we're all on the same team. Like your success ultimately I was just thinking about this the other day. Is my success. 100%. We're all playing. I for wonder the same I team. wonder what's going to happen when we make it to heaven and there's a room full of like ministers and the Lord is just going to basically be like because of what you said about this minister, this is how many souls were affected by what you said about this person. God forbid. Seriously. Lord. I really do believe <laughs> that that is going Lord. to happen. Sackcloth and ashes, anybody? When we get to heaven, we're going to be like, the, the, you know, everybody's style and every minister's style and every minister's like quirks or whatever, it's purposeful. Right. They're called to reach a and group of call- people exactly. that you may not. Exactly. It might not be your cup, it but might that's okay. Not be, but you're not going to throw out the baby with the bathwater, are you? There's lots of family members that maybe you don't hang out with because Fact. they're just like weirdo. Totally you're different. Like, you know what? Uncle, Uncle uh, Timmy, he's kind of a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Wouldn't hang out with him. 
but he's still your family member, right? Right. right. So it's not you're you're not gonna want to wish him any evil, right? Exactly. You're not gonna want to wish his demise, sure, and be super critical just because you know he's kind of like weird. You know that's just the way he is. He's funny. He's weird. Whatever. Yeah. And so so it is with the body of Christ. It's like you see these people, these men and women of God that may not do it the same way you do. Yeah. And you're critical about it. Are you joking me? No thanks. I can tell you right now, this is an, a a huge element. That keeps people small. 100%. It's like you, you, you work with other pastors you in the feel same church like you and can you d- can't be happy for them Come on. when they see success, when they see promotion. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't make you jealous because that's what it is. That shouldn't make you jealous. It should motivate you to be better. That's right. Do you know what I mean? But there's, and I hate to say it, there's haters out there. Yes, there are. Right in the body of Christ, where you they can't even share your success, they can't even be happy right. for your promotion because they they just they don't like it because they're just critical. And I'm telling you, this is a major thing. Lots of people don't want to talk about it because they just kind of like ignore that it's there, um, or because they feel like they're they have the right to have a to have a an opinion. Where it's like you know, to a certain degree, you do. You know, if this, if a, a, if a person is like in sin or whatever, like then, you know, you stay away, yeah, stay, but you yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah, we're yeah. just talking about the everyday critical spirit that it's just like, there's nothing that you can do to be good enough. Yeah. There's nothing that you can say that's going like, to be great enough. Why do they put like um, blankets over people's bodies when they fall under the spirit? I don't get it. That's kind of weird. People have stopped coming to church for that. Yes. No. No fact. Yes. I don't like the way that she greeted me. People le- le- legitimately, like people are going to hell because of a critical spirit. Because it's it's blocking them from receiving anything from mm-hmm. anybody. When you when you think you've got it all figured out, when you think that that like you know you're the next Billy Graham and no one can speak life into you, that's where the problem resides yeah it should be a very scary place for you to think that you have it all figured out and nobody can speak to you i want you to do this for me uh people in in podcasts and youtube and facebook how many people can have the liberty to speak into your life i want you to think of at least three people okay quiet yourself right now and think of at least three people who, if they say something to you, you wouldn't just automatically be offended, throw the table. How dare you speak to me that way? That's none of your business. It, if there aren't three people where you would just say, you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. You're, I, I did that. I did mess up. And you could, you, you have that teachable spirit where you could receive mm-hmm. something that they say and not get offended. I want you to name me three people. Yeah, I got three. I got four. Got five. Five people. Rom, we're considered one. Mm-hmm. Rom, I will cut you. Rom said, are you guys considered one or two people? Yeah. Three. Go ahead. Three. Three, three people. I have five. Wow. I have five. Okay. And that, and that I would be like, yes, mm-hmm. definitely. And never catch an offense. And never be like, he is out for himself. I have more than five. Oh, facts. I may I may have ten people. Oh, I here's I, a may, thing. I, you I know just, what? I have a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people can speak yeah, to me. No, it's a true. lot of people can speak to me. No, and it's say, true. You know what? I don't really like that. And I'd be like, 
you're right. I, I sympathize with you and I'm sorry. I get that. I won't do that again. And I feel like, and that doesn't come with age. I think that's just, see, for me, the more you, you delve into the word of God, the more you understand that in comparison to what God knows, you know so little. That's right. So I feel like there's never a moment where you arrive Mm -mm. and you're like, I know it all. It's like the more (laughs) you dig deeper, the more you're like, holy smokes, I have... I need you. Yeah. I, I, I have, I, I thought that I had like one little, you know, An understanding, understanding of, yeah. of this. And then boom, it's like, it's like an ocean deeper yeah. than what I thought it was. Yeah. And then, you know, the, and, and it, it, it really does keep you sharp. That's what, you know, iron sharpens iron. You need somebody to rough out that edge. And sometimes it doesn't feel so good. Right. I, I sharpen my own blades. Call me Puerto Rican. I do. I've got that stone. And I sharpen it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it takes time. It takes effort. I just buy new See? blades every single time. Bougie. <coughs> Bougie. Like, so dull. Um, um, I, I sharpen it. I sharpen it. I get really nice. Yeah, that's nice, good. You know? No, you do. And uh, you do. Uh, sometimes it just doesn't, it, it, it sounds awful. You know, that metal grinding up against a stone. And sometimes I got to smooth it. It's rough. And I know that knife doesn't really appreciate what I'm doing to it until it's so sharp that it cuts my finger open by accident. Okay. It's, it's happened. Um, and so that, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't have people that are going to constantly sharp your, Sharpen. who you are, yeah. tell you, wait a minute, what are you doing? Wait, why, why were you wearing that to church? You can't wear a crop top to church. Why were you wearing, if you don't have somebody to speak into your life like yada, that. Yada, yada. And I always tell somebody, I always tell, I'm like, listen, that person right there, nobody loves her. Mm-hmm. Why, why do I say that? Because she's walking around like a hoochie mama and there's nobody to tell her that, that that's not okay. That she should have self-respect. That she should carry herself like royalty instead of a, 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 a cheap whore. Okay. I'm just saying. Whenever I see that, it's like, I don't think anybody really... Nobody can speak to her. Nobody can speak to him. For sure, nobody can speak to him. And so if, if you can't even name three people, honestly, without them saying something to you and you not being offended, there's a major problem. Major, major problem. Stacy said, my seven-year-old is on my top. I would, I would, I would put Camila there. I always ask her, do I look all right? And she's like, I don't really like your hair. I look and the, the, the back of my head is like sticking out. You know, I'm like, you know what? She had, she has a point. She it's has a funny. point. Yeah. So, you know, we have to be, we have to get rid of that critical spirit. How again? So we're going to be. Kill the pride. Kill the pride Walk by serving. Empathy. Yes. Walk in empathy. Uh, put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Love and then love. Love, and then get love. lost in his love so that you can And in order to love. get lost in his love, you need to know him. You need to know him. You need to get in your word. You need to get in your word. You need to know him. You need to get, it, get into your word. You need that love. That proper love. Flow. You need to, you need you, to know you, him. You need to, you need to walk in love. You need to walk in love. Love covers a multitude of sins. That means it looks past all of the, all of the hogwash. It's like, I can look past that because I love you. Mm-hmm. And I care about your well-being. Amen. Now look at me. 
I have, I have, I, I, I'm short of one t-shirt. I, I'm, I'm short one t-shirt away from uh, Joel Osteen's face. Like one of those t-shirts that I'm just his biggest fan. I love that dude. He's making, creating impact. Don't ever, don't ever be critical about the man or woman of God. And I'm not saying that because I am one. I'm just saying God's using them. He opened up a platform for them. So there's a reason for it. Maybe it's not your cup of tea, but that's okay. Focus on what's good. That's another thing. That's a, that's a bonus. A bonus. Quit focusing on the negative and focus in on what's good. What is there's actually always something good going on that's awesome at my church. And maybe the answer is, I have nothing. Well, you know what's positive is that now you can go searching for a church that's going to be full of positives, okay? But even, even that, it's like those types of people, it doesn't matter if the church is perfect. But what if the church is really bad? Well, ask Holy Ghost. But sometimes... Oh, I thought you said something else. Ask Holy Ghost. You but said ask. Saying, so, some, sometimes you know it's like... They're, 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 if, if you're one of those people that have been to, to eight different churches and it's still... Yeah, wreck, check yourself. Check yourself. Because you're going to wreck yourself. You've been, you've been to five the last four and a half years. Maybe the problem is in the church. I'm just saying. Check yourself before you riggedy wreck yourself. Check yourself before you riggedy wreck yourself. So I'm here to encourage you. Knock off the critical spirit. It doesn't benefit anybody. See? And in fact, you lose. You lose when Yo, you Everybody else thought criticism. the same thing when you said that about asking Stop. the Holy Ghost. Stop. You lose when you have that credit. I would have lost so many golden nuggets if I had not listened to Joel Olstein. Shut up. I would have. I would have I would have I would have missed out on so many wonderful messages. Amen. Rom with his corny. Rom. With his corny. <laughs> Offense will cause fence to be built around you. <laughs> Yo, ESL, fill in the words, dude. Everybody knows that if you're an ESL, from one ESL to another ESL, you fill in the okay. words. All right, okay. You okay. don't read it. All right. Offense like it's written. Will offense will cause fence your offense. Offense. Be- Built around you, which keeps you from receiving from God. Amen. <laughs> offense builds fences. Okay, okay that was offen- his point. Yeah, okay. That was offense. You know, close from <laughs> builds fences. Offense equals offense. <laughs> I hear you, Ron. <laughs> Yo, for real. Anyway, so be encouraged today. Let go of that critical spirit and just walk in love. Walk in empathy. Uh, Walk in meekness and humbleness because that's how you're going to inherit the promises of the Lord. (laughs) You might say impossible, but God says, I'm possible. We're going to close it out with that. God bless you guys. Hey, this is Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast, or if you're listening to my wife's. Thank you on her behalf. If you want to be more than just a casual listener and stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to our generation, go to RevivalToday.com and click Give Now and be a part of the 1,000 monthly partners that we're believing for. I have a special gift that I'll send to you today, and I'll say thank you in advance. 
Until next time, thanks for listening. See you later.